Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That? With me, Holly Fru. And me, Ronan Warfield. Hi, Ronan. Hi, Holly. How is your week? Another episode on the way. Uh, My week was good. Yeah. What episode number are we up to now? We're actually, this is going to, this is number 28. Racking up them numbers now. Yeah. It was kind of like 10 and then it was, I remember it was like 18. I was like, oh, this is, this podcast is old enough to drink in Ireland. And uh, now it's, uh, yeah, now it's 10. We're 10 more on that. Mm. So it's, it's, it's good. This this it's flying along. That's good. Um, I uh, my week was good. It was full of uh, just recovering from my nasty little cough that I had at the last time. And uh, yeah, and lingered. Your other they hung around for a while. You have and, as well, and my other diseases, of course, you know, which yeah, are, which are uh, plentiful. Down. Yeah, <laughs> crawling. I am crawling. <laughs> Bleeding, crawling. Um, no, uh, yeah, just a cough, and that's more or less nearly all gone now. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy that I can breathe through my nose again. It's good. Good. Not a mouth breather. I don't enjoy being. Did that? Sounded like no, not cool. It's not cool at all. That sort of it could sound like a cat purring there, but no. it was meant no. to be Ronan just breathing through his his uh yeah. mouth yeah being and incredibly of out of breath for no reason yeah yeah so, hmm. but um yeah other than that all has been quiet what about you how's your week well i'm on my way to london tomorrow so yes you exciting are. you're off but to yeah. an even more expensive city than ireland or than dublin. i know yeah <laughs> or the you only one city left. than dublin yeah. um yeah. yeah so that should be good gonna take in all the sites that mm-hmm. one can in a COVID environment and what, being what, COVID what one site would you be would you be at, would you be up for now in London? What's the one I just guess like box you want to tick? I actually as much as I love an Irish pub, I do actually quite like an a ye olde English pub as well. Oh right, right. Really? Like, so that's kind of a bit of plays, mate. That kind of oh, yeah. no, just not <laughs> any of that. <laughs> nonsense of bitter you pointed that warm can i have that warm did honey colored potentially pee like let's all face it could be pee it certainly has foam at the top like pee would you know so yeah (laughs) i don't know what they'd be drinking over there but it can't be can't be satisfying or like refreshing in any way it's fucking room temperature for christ's sake it's room temperature i've never ever tried it have you I I think I did try it years ago at a Just wedding for in Newcastle. A try. And yeah, and I don't recall it being anyway pleasant. So yeah, but they love it over there, and just like so much of it. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get like it. For me, beer has to be cold. I don't yeah. see the point of it otherwise. You know. Yeah, there's yeah, really yeah. It's kind of a it's a very mm-hmm. strange one. Um. So yeah, and then just kind of like bopping around the place. Um. Yeah. No. No. Like real 
uh, big sort of plans. So I think it's just better because mm. like then you can just sort of decide, um, you know, what, uh, what you want to do, Cause especially like the weather now. You just don't know if it's going to be like lush and rain one day or it's going to be, you know, fine. Like so hopefully it's going to yeah. be dry anyway. I saw in the weather mm. that it's like going to be dry. So hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully that's the main thing i don't care if it's cold because you can just wrap up bush exactly yeah yeah as long the as rain, it's dry, you can go anywhere the rain literally dampens yeah. the yeah. the the mood the mood or the road the road you're trying to walk on i don't know what the fuck i'm trying to say um <laughs> can't help you there i'm sorry <laughs> no i know i'm just going on off just going into my own little world of tangent okay. so a tangent we are recording this quite late so you know any, <laughs> yeah yeah any lapses <laughs> in concentration on our part is purely down to tiredness it's yeah. actually mad it's it's probably the latest t- uh this is probably the latest we've recorded i think i think so yeah. yeah um we usually get these wrapped up well before 9 p.m mm. slash 10 p.m maybe and now we're going into bloody we're going into the witching hour. The, the really. morning time. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, we just love a late night recording session. We just do. We just do. Yeah. We, yeah. We, it's a great time. It's a great so time. So if either one of us fall asleep, <laughs> yeah. we, just, we just do the, uh, you know, wake up. Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah. no. Just like, or just shout really loudly in to the microphone. Mm-hmm. Ah! Sorry. That's okay. Someone's like listening to this now with like volume up going, what the fuck? What the hell is this? Somebody running with their earphones in. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Put it down. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, so I think, uh, sure, will we kick it off? I went first sure? last week. Yeah. yeah, I'll go first this time. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so, uh, whoa. My choices oh, were sorry. Oh, I meant to actually oh. just say just before you start. I yeah. noticed um, Sky has their Sky Christmas section in the movies out now. Oh, have they really? You know the way they do their little kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. They have like Sky Christmas the movies section yeah. or the pro or the channel d- devoted to the Christmas movies. But yeah, so nice. they're nice. They they have that on now. I'll, I'll give it a browse. I don't, I don't want to ruin it now because it's a bit too early for Christmas films. If I start watching them, I now, know. I was thinking about that too. Myself. So yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm think... gonna leave the good ones to last. You know, your Scrooge, your Elf, your Santa Claus the movie. They're all wait. They're all going down the last two weeks in December. Like December. Now. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. So yeah. Do you have yeah. your choices? I have your choices. Give me my choices there. Go on for the crack. And uh, they were uh, the series. Great news or mm-hmm. the movie War Dogs? Yeah, yes. Uh, I went for the series Great News. Oh, I was totally mm. expecting you to go for War Dogs. No, I, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, maybe in another night. But I think tonight I felt like just a little bit of a laugh. Yeah. For this one. So, um, so yeah, I went for Great News. This is a comedy series from... Uh, well, it's created by T- Tracy Wigfield, but it's it's really a Tina Fey thing. Uh, she's on board as EP, and 
she has also has a, has a minor starring role in it as well. Uh, so this is on Netflix. It came out uh, on NBC, in fact, in 2017, which I completely missed out on at the time. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I didn't. So yeah, it came and went. Did you not? You got it first time around, did you? I got it. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. No, I got it first time around. Or, but I think I remember it coming on Netflix and then I... It took me a while to watch it, but I remember watching it and then realizing there was a second series. So I was like, so I definitely watched the first series before the second series came out, if you know what I mean. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but anyway, so it's set in a very uh, fictional newsroom in, in New York. Uh, we have our main character, who is Katie. Uh, so she has been working at this uh, newsroom for quite some time, uh, but is basically just being lumbered with fluff pieces and uh, trash news segments and stuff. And she's desperately keen to prove herself as a uh, as a serious segment producer. Um in, in the news program that they all work on, which is called the breakdown. So <clears throat> you've got uh, you've got uh, the main character Katie, who's played by Briga Helan. Um, you've got uh, a host of other characters as well. Uh, you've got her mother Carol. Um, Carol. Yes, Carol. Uh, then you've got uh, Greg, who's an EP of the show, the breakdown. Um, uh, Nicole Ritchie plays uh, one of the co-anchors. Um, um, and uh, I'm trying to see who's the, the, the main anchor fella. Oh, yeah. I was uh, John Michael say. Higgins. Yeah. Who, who you wouldn't know by name, but you definitely know by face. He's been in 101 comedy films. And, and he does that insurance. Those, uh, I think I he does that I was going to say he's the one, two, three, three insurance ads. Yeah. So that's him, the American guy. So yeah, he's the he's the main anchor of the of the of the of the show, uh, and he's a well respected network anchor essentially. So he has a lot of clout. A lot um, of so, a lot of comedy heroes in that, and Nicole Richie yeah. is actually pretty funny too. Nicole Richie, I had no idea she could even act, and she can, and she's quite funny. So yeah. uh, she plays that part well. Essentially, it's like if Nicole Richie, as a character who we have all seen in that trash reality show that she did. Um, if she was a anchor of a news program, this is exactly how it would play out. So she's kind of playing a, a a a more humorous version of herself, essentially. Yes. As a as a news anchor, but she does it quite well. So I was, I was quite impressed with that. Um. Then we have in the first couple of episodes, we see that uh, the main anchor, uh, John Michael Higgins, uh, burns through interns and uh, assistants. Um, on a regular basis due to very little uh, for very little reason just likes firing people because he seems to have a a, a thing against young people and is sick of all people being um, sort of downgraded and uh, downviewed in his eyes so um, this leads way to her mother Carol um, who she's very close to um, talks for hours on the phone every day with her um, but Carol's very much a, 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 a an imposing mother, um, kind of like, for example, trying to get her to move back into the Hoff family home, even though she's living in New York with this job. <laughs> so she's kind of like, <coughs> excuse me, trying to basically uh, mother her or smother her daughter to death, as it were. Yes. So, um, 
Yeah, uh, and then Carol uh, gets a job as an intern in the newsroom through the bells and whistles of the first episode um, and ends up uh, sort of striking up a camaraderie with the main anchor fella because he responds to her because she's old and uh, speaks sense as far as he concern- he's concerned and is the only one who's telling the truth in the room. So, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, I'm very dry throat today. That's okay. Of water. Yeah. It's um, it's got that kind of like it's got a real kind of cringe quality to the comedy with yeah the the mother being there just you know because I mean y- your work environment is kind of one of those places where you're like you know you're you're your own person and you can just sort of um I don't know just y- you. I guess she kind of seems like sort of the character that wants to kind of reinvent herself a little bit and maybe remove herself a bit from her family life and trying to be this kind of, you know, person of like who people respect. And when then she has her mom on her back, kind of, it's just yeah, essentially, yeah, she's uh, uh, obviously the mother is, is, has been sort of an imposing uh, stage mom type for her whole life and this is basically just the next step in that as far as she's concerned where the mother actually starts working alongside her um, and it's, of course just embarrassing her every chance she gets inadvertently so of course but she's like oh this is the guy you said smells oh he, yeah this is nice yeah like introducing herself to everyone who the, the who the daughter has basically just bitched about to her and then like you know rec- recalling all the bitchy things she said to their faces and stuff so uh, yeah all very embarrassing um, but yeah, um, that's your basic premise essentially, and it goes on like that. Second second episode deals with a a bear escape in Central Park, and it's all very uh, sitcommy and stuff. But it's good. It's kind of like a si- single camera sitcom, so there's no like you know laugh track or that shit. Um, but uh, it's good. It's it, it very much has the look of Thirty Rock, which is where you can see Tina Fey's fingerprints all over it essentially. Um, yeah. Or uh, to a lesser extent, maybe the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Has that kind of vein of humor as well? Yeah. Also, again, Tina Fey. So it has a look and it has a style and it has a it has a, a way it's shot and edited. It's very similar to those other productions. Um, it wouldn't be as funny as them now. It's definitely not as sharp as, say, your Thirty Rocks or your Kimmy Schmidt's. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't hate it. Um, I'll give it a few more episodes, see how it goes. Um. I'm hoping it gets funnier yeah does it get funnier it's definitely one of those ones though as well that you know you can kind of it's 25 minutes long you can just dip in have a something light-hearted and then you know dip out of it and yeah like the the characters definitely do um progress you know so they're it's not like you're just watching the same kind of spiel again and again it's it's yeah, yeah it does get better i hope I, I um are they making a third no it doesn't look like it uh Aww. so we've got two seasons on netflix uh season one 10 episodes season two 13 episodes uh but that was january 2018 so i wouldn't say they're going back to it anytime soon i heard something that that lead actress as well oh she was Hila. like pardon is it Briga Healan? Is the actress you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Um, but she was she meant to be someone 
I think she could have like it's something mad. I feel like she was meant to be uh someone in the office or she could have been some um I think she auditioned to be some character or she was about to play some character and then this other person and it was a real iconic character and I just can't right, think of the right. character now. So that's great, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> that's a that's great, great bit of information. Yeah. <laughs> Just like she was supposed to play someone and I don't know who that someone was. Um, I can't remember who it was. Thank you. I'm here all week. <laughs> here all week. All week. Well, apart from tomorrow and Sunday. But you're not here all week. No, I'm just here now. But um, yeah, no, there's like there's no there's no weak link in this. It's all it's all fairly it's all fairly entertaining. Um, like I said, could be a tiny bit sharper with the humor, hmm. but again, that's probably an unfair characterization because Thirty Rock is. You know, one of the also top five as well when of you time sort of thing. So it's it's just the whole thing as well of like you know episode one series one. It's just yeah. like you're just developing the like characters yeah, yeah. and and yeah. episode two was good as well. Uh, yeah. It wasn't better. It was just good. Um, like I said, I was hoping it would get better as as you got to know the characters more. Like which I'm hoping it still will. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Uh, at what point does? If Tina Fey doesn't get into it till season two, is that right? Yeah. I'm just reading here. All right, fair enough. No, that's fine. Oh, then I'll, I'll watch it till then. Like, so yeah, yeah. Least. And like, you know, it's not, they're not like mad long series. And it's just kind of, it's very easy watching, I think. And definitely mm. something if you're like, you know, in if you want to have something lighthearted and not kind of something that can, if you want to give like horrors or thrillers, or murder mm. uh, podcasts, a uh, bit of a rest. Bit of a rest, yeah, yeah. This no, is it's, definitely... it's definitely an easy watch. It's yeah. an easy watch. And uh, which is precisely why I did watch it because I wasn't in the mood for it heavy, like so. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you actually like that because uh, mm. I wasn't too sure. Uh, I, I just kind of put that in as an option, but I sort of figured you might go for the other one, but that's good. I'm pleased. Yeah. No, I I, I would have got. I probably will in the future, but I actually don't like um, my Miles Teller. I find him. Oh. Uh, yeah. Really? The few films I've seen him in, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't warm to him, I have to say. <laughs> that stupid drum thing, didn't like that at all. <coughs> oh, um, what's it called? Fucking. Uh... Uh, whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah. It's like being screamed at and beating up drums. Nah, that was a stupid film. Um, <laughs> that did very well with the Oscars, didn't it? It did. I think it definitely weird, got... Oddly enough, I think I'm out of touch with what the Oscars are appealing to these days because the last few Oscar winners now have been like, that was crap. That was yeah. So, yeah. I know. I feel like that sometimes with some things that are even nominated. I'm like, really? I'm like... That? Yeah, yeah. How no. did that get up there? And the thousands sure. of films that are made every year. But um, yeah, there you go. But there you go. Yeah, I'm glad you made me watch it, is the final answer. So, yeah. Brill. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, so my choice choices were Finch mm. or Red Notice. Mm-hmm. And I went with Red Notice. Right. And but I still kind of 
it was a very hard decision. I was like, I want to see Finch as well. So Finch is with yeah, Finch looks uh, good. Tom yeah. Hanks. Um, but it was just one of those things where it was just physically handier for me to watch on Netflix. Even though I did have your Apple login. And I would be using, I would be, oh, you're. No, I got it. Yep. And um, which I will be changing. Yeah. Because. Uh, why? I don't want no, don't want no freeloaders. You know? <laughs> I freeload off all of Ronan's. Um, <laughs> you really do. You have my Netflix, uh, my Disney Plus and my Apple Plus. <laughs> and your Prime. Oh my God, I forgot you had the Prime as well. <laughs> you could be ordering shit in my Amazon and get my own. <laughs> You literally would not have like how often do you really have check your Amazon Prime? I, I never check it. You could have been fleecing me. Oh, oh well. my god, it could have been. Well, you would have yeah. noticed if there was I'm sure like, I would have got the email. Euros. Yeah, you what? would have definitely, wouldn't you? Just even like a a confirmation email. I didn't. I didn't order a foot massager. Hmm? <laughs> Neck <hot>. massager. <laughs> like what? Um. Okay. So yeah. I ended up watching uh, Red Notice. Mm. And yeah, so as the name kind of portrays, it's a kind of, um, it's an Interpol uh, term to alert uh, the capture of the world's most wanted. Mm. Um, So in a nutshell... It stars uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and then there's sort of other uh, casts in it as well. But they're the three leads. Yeah. Um, so Dwayne Johnson. Um, so The Rock is basically a guy called John Hartley, and he is a... He, he's he's an, uh, kind he's of an, an FBI profiler. Yeah. Well. He's like an FBI profiler. Yes, the profiler. I couldn't think of the word. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan Reynolds plays uh, this guy called uh, Booth, and he's an art an uh, art thief. And then Gal Gadot plays uh, the bishop, and. She, uh, the bishop is a is a character that kind of slowly becomes unveiled, but um, it's a yeah, just kind of a a character that wants is kind of like the orchestrator person mm-hmm. of these certain art crimes, Um so basically, what happens at the very beginning, we meet. Um, the rock and he's kind of go- he's they're in Rome and they're basically like he's he's approached a museum and he's like this guy Booth he's going to basically launch an attack and steal Cleopatra's egg which is like one of these kind of precious gem uh, pieces of art mm. and um, people from all over were trying to go and see it and um so he identifies 
they're, they're all looking at him kind of two two heads kind of going like the egg is there in the room what are you talking about and then he's like that's actually not really the egg and um so and then we see ryan reynolds in the kind of audience looking at the egg and uh the rock kind of spots him and kind of goes that's him that's booth he's running away from the scene of the crime and then we have a kind of a big chase scene and uh so basically booth gets away but then the rock hunts him down arrests him and then so booth goes off to jail and but then actually during that process of um of booth getting arrested red-handed with the with the egg with the real egg um there's a kind of a double bluff situation that happens mm-hmm. where uh we see Gal Gadot taking the real egg that um that Booth has stolen and swapping it out herself with a fake egg so there's kind of two robberies of the egg that 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 happens and she uh Godot basically stitches up the rock then so the rock is meant like he is the the you know um police profiler mm. and now he looks like he's actually in had a hand in doing yeah. this switcheroo and so basically the rock and then ryan reynolds end up in jail together and they're kind of like well we might as well sort of try and work together here uh and take down this fucking bitch who um <laughs> they say it a lot more eloquently than that i, I should i should uh, i should mention <gasps> listen not, not quite as... people aren't here for an elegant movie review ronan <laughs> this is the grim life of art this is the reality art. people this is the reality of of art drink it in thievery um that's that's good it just makes me so riled up um but yeah so um god i really can't speak very well at all tonight uh so it's late it's very late yeah and to be honest i don't really want to go too thanks thanks for clapping waking me up (laughs) i kind of i've trailed off there was i speaking um so I don't want to go too much then into the rest of the story because it kind of kicks off from there and it's a big kind of cat and mouse uh, chase of, you know, they're trying to get back at Gadot and mm. they're like the rivals, uh, rival criminals. And then, you know, The Rock is also the profiler. So he's try- trying to be the good guy and all the rest of it. So it's a big kind of, it's 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 literally just out on Netflix now. Uh, it's definitely worth a watch. It's kind of it's a bit of fun, and it's actually I kind of love fluffy, yeah, poster type. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's not a great movie. There's it's sort of a bit clunky with the direction and everything. Like there's one scene mm. where, um, The Rock is like on the he's at a bar. And he's got his plane tickets and 
like the line is like, oh, so where are you going? And then the shot of like the tickets and then up to the rock. I'm I'm heading on my flight now home. And it was just like, oh, God, really? We didn't fucking get yeah. that by looking at your airline it, it, tickets. Who a lot of it is movie airline tickets anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It should be a phone with his QR code. But yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, no, a lot of it is movies by numbers for sure. Like it's definitely um, they're not like taking any risks. I think it's like it, there's a few it, good uh, little stunts in it though. And there's a few good little stunts, and it's definitely gone for the whole like you know international locations and jet setting and all that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, there's a lot of nice nice spots. Um, mm. And then so obviously Ryan Reynolds is great for a bit of just comedic. Uh, he's Ryan Reynolds punchline yeah, again he's playing ryan reynolds yeah it is so ryan it's just reynolds. like it's just wall-to-wall wise wisecracks and stuff so it's, yeah. Uh, yeah and like it's so funny though because there's a few kind of scenes where like um <coughs> the rock is chasing uh ryan reynolds and like it's it's one of those things it makes you think like it's just he looks so ridiculous when he runs like the rock is like obviously massive yeah. and he's so like muscular or whatever because he's like a former wrestler but like no, he does he looks ridiculous when he does run because you just expect the, the camera to be shaking every time he steps on the ground like you know yeah because he's, he's, he's so imposing like there's um yeah and it just kind of makes you think like it's so ridiculous the fact that he's he's like this massive um because he's such a mad fitness platform now because there's the whole thing of like him bringing his iron gym around with him everywhere he films and stuff. So he actually has he a just plane. Brings up gym. All right. He is a plane that brings his gym physically from place to place wherever he goes and Sounds films. Right. So, um, but, yeah. but it's just kind of ridiculous because like he has, he would probably, he's so well built and like has this like, you know, big physique, and then there there has to be a stunt man though that looks like him to do all the stunts. <laughs> to do all the heavy they, stuff, because like. they wouldn't allow him to do any stunts because he's like the name. I think he put up a Twitter photograph of him in the stunt double, and the guy does look like him. So and you're he's just kind of like, I'm like you know, so they're just doing him like yeah, yeah. So, so. but um, yeah, I was thinking about that when I was watching. I was like, there's literally a stunt guy looking like him then rolling around the place um but yeah bit of fun it's out on netflix but it's also on um it's actually in the cinema as well it got a small release in the cinema yeah yeah because um, i was like but... googling it there and it was like came up with all the cinema times and i was like what yeah. so um yeah i actually i think, I think that was um a condition of the production um, when Netflix bought it up, they were like, "You have to give it a, a limited cinema release as well." Like, Fair enough, cause... yeah. Just to try and get people actually into <coughs> the cinemas again. I'll just try and get the money in, um, because it is Netflix's most expensive movie to date, two hundred million budget. Is it? Which is yeah, it's which is mad money. No, sixty of that went to the cast. They each got twenty million each for. It. So that was a nice payday for them. Wow. Just to turn up and act as themselves, like <laughs> Yeah, because even I mean, with uh it's the same with um your one like Agadeau. Yeah, she's like not 
particular like it's all just sort of like she's the the girl one like there's no real uh sort of I don't know there's not a lot of like character and backstory and like there's some backstory but there's not a lot of like uh it's very fluffy it's it's an entertaining watch now yes it is though I think anything to do with like art theft, it just kind of, I think it's just really, a really interesting subject. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of like, you know, gives off, you know, kind of Indiana Jonesy vibes. And, yeah. 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 With all the locations and stuff. It's, it's, yeah, it's just one of those kind of, you know, those old Hollywood swashbucklers, you know, minus the yeah. parts, of course. But, um, I'm just looking as well, the director, um, is called Ross and Marshall Thurber. Mm. Yeah. Say that quickly five times. Mm. That's his real name. So just that's all that's the point. That's that's he's, a, he's had quite the uh he's got quite the filmography. He directed yeah. Dodgeball, We're the Millers. Uh but he also directed Skyscraper with the Rock as well. Yes, which so I that's... kind of um yeah, Dodgeball must have been. Uh, he was the writer and director of Dodgeball. I thought Dodgeball mm. would was a Ben Stiller. I thought Ben Stiller wrote that. No, um, he was just in it as you know, as crazy Ben Stiller character type. <clears throat> yes. So yeah. It's, so yeah, uh, Red Notice was the final verdict. You you were happy to recommend? Yes. Yes, I'm gonna go happy. Because it's just, it is what it is. It's a bit yeah. of crack. And like, it's not going to, it's just going to be a bit of light entertainment for your evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you've got I'd nothing to watch right. at yeah. the weekend, you could watch it. It's a crowd pleaser. Yeah. I think, yeah. That, yeah, I think, I think most people will like this. So, um, yeah. Hmm. Very good. Yeah, that's it. I'm glad you made me watch it. Yeah, good, good. I, I you know, well, uh, I survived the uh, the beating that I get for another week when I recommend a bad film. <laughs> Fuck you, Ronan. Can't believe you made me watch <laughs> I gotta beat that. you so bad. <laughs> Cannot believe it. Um, now that I mentioned that you beat me every week, that you don't like the film, that it's going to be even worse now next time, isn't it? Mm. Uh, yes. Saws. Saws, yeah. pal. Um, okay. It's okay. I have your choices here. Sure. Do you have my choices? I sure do. I sure do. So for you, um, I have, well, it's another series but it's Stath Let's Flats. I think I gave it to you before. Um, you did, but I didn't watch it. No. That's the, uh, it's on all it's four. It's all four. It? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, Or Last Christmas on Netflix. It's a Christmassy film, but it's actually one of those, it's sort of more set at Christmas, but not particularly overtly Christmas. Okay. Okay. She uh... is an elf. She she does. This work is uh, Daenerys. What's yes. Her face? Yes. Yeah. Go 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 go. But it's actually cool. got a nice little, like it's got a good story. It's better than. Right. Okay. It's definitely better than. Um, it's got more story actually than the holiday. 
Right. Okay. Well, then and I might, might, might see how that works out. So. Definitely so. a better story, I think, than love, actually. Come at me. I don't care. At me. Whatever. <laughs> it's Love actually is a terrible film. Love actually has not aged well. But, it's, but it's also te- like it was terrible from the fucking beginning. Now, at the beginning, you kind of overlooked the, the crapness because the, 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 the nice Christmasy bits and all the stars and all the rest of it. But like when you dissect it, you're like, oh my God, these people are horrible. Horrible Out of people. all of the Richard Curtis movies, it, it's like the worst one, yeah, by far. There's, there's the the few story, the few ridiculous storylines like keep you laughing, but they also distract you from the you know the really you know morally distressing storylines like yeah. the guy fancying his best friend's wife and yeah yeah and going around to their gaff at Christmas like fuck the off. fucking cue cards that's pure creepy. And yeah. that would and she's get him there, an ass like, kicking in real life, like a proper ass kicking in real life. So they would um, not be friends. <laughs> they would not be friends. No, she'd be like, uh, "Your friend is down here with fucking cue cards. You need yeah. to come down here and kick his ass." Yeah, that would that, that's the reality of what would happen. But um, and that kid running through the airport straight after nine eleven, that kid's been shot oh, ten times yeah, before sure. he gets to that girl. Yeah, he's a, he's a gunner. So yeah. Also, uh, was there consent there? Did he? Uh, you know. This is it, you know. This is why it hasn't aged well. The guy who goes to America to get to get laid, and then finds that weird sex cult, whatever the hell's going on there in that pub. Yeah, it's just super weird. And yeah, no, that that's the weirdest of the, the all of them. But um, and then, yeah. um, and then basically, Emma, um, Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson getting cheated on. Like, yeah, that's, the, that's the emotional cornerstone of the film. Everyone goes, "Oh my god, she's such a good actress. That's a great storyline." I love that bit. And we're like, "Yeah, okay, that's that is a good bit, but that doesn't make up for the fact that it's surrounded by really icky storylines." You know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And that's like a really depressing thing. You know, it's just like sad mm, all around. Yeah. Um. So not really a good romantic Christmas comedy. No, no. Um, we've definitely, uh, we've definitely grown, grown cold at that one already. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I'll give uh, Last Christmas a whirl. I think, um, or Statless Flats. I'll see how that pans out. Yeah, see how you go. Uh, your choices are now. You're back in the sci-fi wagon. Oh God! I gave you, I gave you some time off from the sci-fi, and Sick. now you're back on it. Sorry. So your choices are both on Netflix and they're called, one is called Cloud Atlas. Is and that the one with um, Will Smith's son? No. no. Okay. It's the one with, it's got 101 actors you'd recognize in it, but it's got oh, yeah. Tom Hanks and Halle Berry and a load of other people. Um, so that's, that's on Netflix. And then you have Children of Men also on Netflix. Okay, cool. So, um, real okay, yeah. nice one. Well, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all we have, folks. Yeah, that's we'll, all we have to give you ch- this week. Tune in next week when we'll no doubt ruin more classic Christmas films for <laughs> <laughs> the general public by overthinking them with our uh, with our woke views. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a fair enough point. I think everyone should just take that into account. 
that I think so. Love Actually is the worst Christmas movie ever made. It's true. Like there's made for TV movies that are on Netflix. Um, them Hallmark Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Are, yeah. And Even I them love them in comparison to Love Actually. Like there's I one. Remember, <laughs> I was going to say, do you remember the one that we used to show on TV three when we worked there? Uh, it was the one with A.B. Huberman and the Leprechauns. Do you remember that one? Oh, it rings it's a like bell. A, it's like it's a Hallmark film, for, like produced Hallmark film, but it was like shot mostly in Ireland. It looks like. Was Amy Huberman are... like about 20 years old in it? Or she could be... Yeah, she looks quite young in it, but like it's about some American guy who comes to Ireland and uh, there's actual leprechauns and instead of Christmas and he ends up striking a rope of romance with Amy Huberman and it's just awful. It's just eye-wateringly eye bad. Like. But and I'm sure Amy Huberman has tried to great. have all copies of it destroyed. Like. So. <laughs> She's subpoenaed uh, the record, <laughs> the like off air of, sure. uh, yeah. of Virgin Media and just been like, can you never? It's in the archives now. They can't do it. So. Oh, no. no. And because like they have a thing where they show every film four or five times. Yeah. They lose the, it'll probably go out like four or five times over this Christmas. So watch out for it. It's gonna be there. Stay tuned, guys. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Great. But um, yeah. So so yeah. Even that is better than love. Actually, <laughs> this was my point of bringing that up. <laughs> fair. Yeah. Yeah. I I think fair. I think fair. Cool. Okay. Well, um, yeah. if you feel any differently, you can always uh give us an email at why did you podcast at gmail dot com mm. or on Insta at why did you podcast. So um. Yeah, keep us informed. And have a great week, everybody. Yeah, enjoy. Uh, well, for you, enjoy London. Thanks. And uh, you can tell us all about it when you get back. Yes, I will. Okay. Yes. All right. Bye. Have a good week, everyone. Bye.